You're listening to Integration Redesigned, the podcast that unpacks ideas, trends, and topics that directly impact developers and tech professionals. Join us as we learn from experts who are innovating and developing emerging tech with the world's leading brands. Hello, and welcome back to Integration Redesigned. I'm your host, Kate Port. And in this episode, I am joined by Duncan from Lowe's. Duncan, welcome. Thank you, guys. Duncan, we've worked together now with Lowe's for a little while. Uh, Why don't you tell everybody what your role there is over at Lowe's? So my name is Duncan McFadden. I um, handle enterprise platform support for ServiceNow. Uh, I've been doing it for roughly four to five years now, Um, whether it's been from just handling enhancements and defects to now uh, more handling the actual platform itself from like license structure, uh, platform upgrades, and all that kind of support. So Duncan, thank you for joining us. Uh, Tell me, what prompted Lowe's when you think about how Lowe's is working with ServiceNow and integration, but what prompted you to look for an integration solution? Um, so at the time, we were just about to start working um, a defect related to all of our shipping integrations, um, where a lot of stuff was uh, just getting like random errors. Um, at the time, we weren't really logging anything just because um, we had nothing really set up from it, at least from that uh, background. Um, honestly, we weren't really looking for an integration solution. It just happened to be you know, due to uh, the friendship of other individuals that they started working uh, for Digibee. And we were able to look at that solution um, holistically and start to work something together. So tell me a little bit more about this shipping situation. We know that Lowe's provides amazing customer service. I'm a Lowe's customer. There's one around the corner that I hate to admit that I frequent so often. Uh, We're always doing home projects, but when you think about this from a consumer standpoint, um, obviously we care about shipping notifications, but was there an impact to consumer behavior here or was this primarily internal um, logistics? What was going on? Uh, So this would be just internal logistics um, related to movement of IT equipment. Um, So when you think about um, like let's say like the phones, like your signature captures that um, you, obviously you're doing your like your payment methods through um, any of those kind of items where we're moving stuff. Um, it's a different FedEx account than what you'd see from like a consumer level. Um, so we're just not sure if there's if there was like a disconnect there. Uh, but we were using kind of like an old version of their integrations, which was like soap based. Um, granted, again, it was built you know, 2017. Um, but uh, obviously, DGB was able to help us move to a more modern solution of the shipping integration. It's interesting to hear 2017 referenced as like a long time ago, but you think about technology changing every day and new things coming out. Uh, we want to have our companies on the latest and greatest of technologies without the legacy holding us back. When you think about before and after and what the outcome was in using DigiB to power these integrations, what are you seeing now as a result of that implementation? Um, so I think in the past, we could say there was at least like a like a 5 to 10% plus um, like disconnect when it comes to sometimes uh, showing like delivered statuses. Um, 
sometimes, I mean, the status would not even show anything. It would just show that the that the uh, tracking was just sitting there uh, doing nothing. Um, one, we're seeing those from like a logging perspective a lot better um, because you, obviously you can see logs tremendously better when it comes to Digibee's platform, um, as well as making sure we know that those uh, alerts are happening. So obviously all that stuff is being sent back to our platform um, and we're able to see some of that stuff through like email notifications. Um, it does seem that we're getting a better um, or at least a lower rate of issues. I would still say there's probably like a 2% when it comes to, uh, but I, I want to say this is more like a FedEx related uh, question. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely working a lot better. Um, again, obviously the speed to market of not having to do some of these extra logging tables and doing some of that extra work just to be done um, from our side uh, was nice. Um, and yeah, I mean, the tool is really easy to show someone what's going on. I love there were two things that you referenced there. One of the things that we talk about is the ability to drive down your backlog. So Duncan, has there been anything that you've been able to see as an output now that you're no longer worried about this shipping situation where, hey, yeah, those notifications are going out. We're not seeing as many errors. I don't have to react to feedback or questions or um, monitoring or issues. Um, is there anything now that you're able to get to as a result? Is that Has that been something that's come as a result? Uh, yes. Um, so while you, we were working this, uh, with you guys, um, I was actually doing some other enhancements when it came to some parts of like, uh, shipping and receiving. Um, and I, I guess an example would be, uh, at the time, right. Someone had to manually, uh, receive stuff, right. Cause we're not, we we're concerned with obviously that delivered status being correct, uh, at the time with the old integration. Uh, so someone was manually receiving product to actually show the movement of assets to the stores, right? So obviously this is more like a holistic asset management approach. Um, but with that, right, now that we know that the delivered status is a little bit more um, refined and able to be known that it's correct, um, we moved everything to be back to automatic receiving. Uh, so obviously you're taking, I think we took about three users off of manually receiving stuff. Um, I mean, you really... When you when you look at like the hours of like time spent per year, it's something like they were wasting probably like fifteen to eighteen grand on it per year. Um, I mean, great, this is just hour based. Um, but I mean, I mean that alone, right? I mean that speaks volumes. How quick? Um, while you're you guys were doing the integration, I'm obviously doing other work, and we're able to just push out more stuff together that way. Yeah, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast is my background is in product and product management. And so I have a soft spot for the ability to get more work done, particularly for development, because you can then say, hey, we're going to focus on these really crucial, more innovative things so that be because we have this ability unlocked, right? So it's not to say you no longer need those three individuals or that your time is no longer needed related to this integration. You just can now focus those resources on other more crucial things. Um, it sounds like you also mentioned that uh, the the platform allows for more visibility. Can you tell me about what you at what you're showing and who you're showing it to? You referenced that earlier. Yeah. Um, so currently, I mean, it's really more like a reference point to only me and one other individual. 
but it's more just being able to see those logs um right with a lot of your more uh traditional say like platforms as a service right um you're not going to have that much uh built when it comes to logging out of the box right without having to really like stand up a like a good enterprise logging solution at that point um, and then obviously you run into a lot of factors of like how big those tables become. How do we, you know, how do we make sure like security around some of that stuff? Um, so actually just having it within Digibee and being able to see it easily and quickly for whatever request I want to look at um, does make things a lot easier, right? Because we obviously we know where the errors are. They're going to be bucketed to wherever they are. And then we can just work to fix those issues really quickly. Duncan, you're referencing a number of things that we've talked about. Has the ability or the usage of Digibee now highlighted, hey, I can use this in other areas? Are there things where you're saying, hey, there's this opportunity uh, that exists at Lowe's, or I see this challenge or this problem or this service is falling down where I can now insert Digibee? And maybe you can talk a little bit about what you've seen as a result of the ease of use that we've talked about so far. Oh, definitely. I mean, from our side, right? Um, we're just kind of on a hold when it comes to some integrations. But um, I mean, I definitely will be using Digibee for the future. Um, I mean, I could definitely say we're going to be working on a pretty big project here soon uh, related to some other kind of forms of inventory and asset management. But uh, I mean, when you think about inventory and asset management, I mean, that spans very large uh, when it comes to Lowe's and I mean, all companies, right? I mean, they they're going to care about their inventory and asset management a lot. Inventory, asset management, not only matters for the consumer, matters for the business. What do we have? How much room do we have? How do we think about what's coming in, what's going out? Uh, especially when you're talking about big physical products used for home improvement. So all that space really matters when it comes to laying out your store, thinking about your 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 trucking and anything that's getting from point A to point B. Uh, being available for the consumer. So I could imagine that there's a ton uh, on your plate potentially for how can I use this technology to improve some of that or to optimize what we're doing today? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, there is, I mean, there's such small things that uh, most people don't think about asset management that, I mean, it adds up really quickly when you start looking at like dollar amounts. It's, uh, it's very crucial to keep uh, in check. I've learned are you looking at a lot of the the dollar amounts related to the work that you're doing or having an impact on? Is that part of a part of your role? Uh, it is now. Yes, um, we are looking to kind of watch um, what's the difference between like efficiency gains or if it is uh, like if we can kind of move like some of our because um, we, we track obviously like the amount of hours for certain work. Um, so we're going to track against like efficiency gain, like uh, like whatever, like CPEX and like OPEX uh, for a lot of stuff. So it uh, it is a very big thing to my new team. Um, I will say that we've like the, at least the service now space has moved around to different departments. Um, and now it is kind of like a bigger focus. Did you look at any other iPad solutions as you were evaluating and trying to solve this this problem uh i personally did not um i again was very trusting of the individuals that i did work with with digibee uh and 
did take everything with from what they said and i mean it worked exactly what we wanted so there's really no real reason to look uh for a different solution at the time well I, we love to hear that right we're we're very happy that that digib is having an impact on what you're doing at, at the business duncan thank you so much for spending time with me today for everyone joining us thank you so much for joining it's been a pleasure uh, again my name is kate this is integration redesign brought to you by digib and thanks for joining You've been listening to Integration Redesigned. To learn more about how Digibee can help your team connect and integrate systems at scale, visit digibee.com. Thanks for listening.